You're listening to the Take Your Shop podcast, a podcast for wedding photographers and videographers looking to grow and scale their business. I'm your host, Hallie Heather, and my goal is for you to walk away feeling empowered and inspired as you continue to build a business that you're passionate about and that serves both you and your clients well. So whether you're operating as a side hustle or you're looking for tips and tricks on how to improve and scale your business, you, my friend, are in the right place. You don't have to figure it all out on your own, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to this week of the Take Your Shot podcast. Today, I have a special guest, and we're going to be talking about just what it looks like to connect authentically with your ideal clients. And so Stacy is someone who's been doing this for years, and she has done a variety of photography styles. She's done anything from working with her kids and families to doing weddings. And then she made the pivot into boudoir, which is, which is really where she has found her confidence. And so I'm really excited for this interview, you guys. She's got a lot of really great things to say. And so I hope you enjoy the show. Stacey, how are you doing today? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm really glad to be like talking with you because I feel like you are just such a cool person. And man, I'm like really excited. Me too. Okay, now we did that. So now let's actually talk like real people. Because this is what people want. Like people want the real conversations. And I feel like cameras come out and then we're like, oh, we need to be formal or something or we need to be stiff. And we don't need to, but it's nerves. Like everybody has nerves. And so the more real it can be is the more attractive it is to people. Like that's what everybody's missing. Not everybody, but... Yeah. So today I just really want this to be a conversation. I think this is great. And Stacey... To start, I would love for you to like, just tell us your story. Tell people who don't know who you are. Who are you? How did picking up a camera change your life? Like what was the process of you starting your business? Let's just start there. It was, it's funny and I'm sure this is similar for a lot of people, but it was a very long process of a lot of different pivots that felt like, well, should I give up here or should I move to something different? Like is moving to something different giving up? And so, I mean, I went to school for finance and I have a teaching certificate and I was teaching elementary education. And then nothing ever felt like it was really for me, but I picked up a camera literally to take pictures of my daughter when she was born. And it was seriously to save money. It was like, okay, I know that I'm going to have to hire a photographer and like, am I going to be able to do that? I'm also maybe staying home, like just kind of being, and I always kind of wanted to do photography, but I never followed the passion that much. And so took a class at an art museum. And then I thought, okay, I can do family photography. It took me a long time to say I was a family photographer. And then I pivoted to weddings. And then I pivoted to boudoir photography. And that's what stuck for the longest. And I did that. And I did my first boudoir session. I asked a friend of mine, like, what do you think about this? Here's what style I'm thinking. It's really tasteful. It's really classy. It's like beautiful artwork that is you it just happens to be lingerie related. So like, what do you think? You know, And I had the best time. She had the best time. I ended up going full-time boudoir photography. And I, was, I had this fear of, wait a second, you just pivoted last year to weddings. You did a whole rebrand. And I'm like, that's okay. Because it's so silly to, yes, I invested that time. I invested a lot of money. But it would be so silly to stay in that just because I invested all that time and money because I wasn't happy there. I knew that I shouldn't be a wedding photographer. It was not for me. And then when I did boudoir photography and I felt like that, and I mean, I delivered her images and she was like, she's crying because she doesn't feel beautiful all the time. And I'm crying because of her reaction. And I was like, whoa, this is a moment, like pay attention to this. And so I did that for probably four years full time. And then just last year I pivoted into education because I was like, I never thought that I would be here. I never saw myself here. 
but now I've created a coaching program and I teach other boudoir photographers how to kind of like find their style and turn their business into what they want it to be. And so now it's like this full circle moment too, back to teaching, which is funny. And so I feel like everything I've done in my life has led me to this point, but it was like a really messy <laughs> path to get here, but that's okay. Oh, I love that so much. And honestly, I I feel, no, I feel the same way. Like I think like I didn't go to college thinking I was just going to be a photographer and okay, it's just a photographer. I feel like the world might view it that way, but anyone who is a photographer knows we are not just photographers. <laughs> there are so many things that bring us to this point, but no, I think that's awesome. Did you go to school for photography though? I didn't. I got a liberal arts degree in communication and journalism, but look at me. I journalism and now I have a podcast. It's like, what the heck? Totally prepared me for this in some ways, in some ways. No, that's super cool. What I loved hearing about you talking was you kind of just mentioned you kind of have your own approach to boudoir in terms of it's not necessarily the same thing that everyone else does, but you kind of have your own taste to it. How did you kind of get to that point? Like what I think it can be so easy for people to look at what others are doing. And I think sometimes this industry can feel a little bit like an echo changer. One person does something creative, all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, everyone's doing that same thing. How did you kind of break out of that? Yeah, I think for me, I did see a photographer that I was really inspired by. And I was like, okay, if I ever did boudoir photography, that would be the style. And it's like, Yes, it fits in, but it doesn't fit into the traditional industry. Like you can bring lingerie if you want, but I'm like, even if you don't, that's better because really it doesn't need to be about like bedroom photography. And that's literally what the word is. But that's how it started for me. And I was drawn to it. But then I realized it was so much more because of like the benefits of it for a woman and how it can make a woman feel and how it can literally be something where you get out of your comfort zone and you push yourself and you're like, I do not belong here, but like, I kind of like it, but like, I'm nervous. And if you find someone that's going to make you feel really comfortable, it's this thing where I had women saying like, I never even thought that I wanted to do a shoot like this, but like, you're making me want to do a shoot like this. And that was really cool because I saw how just with my style and taste level and like, I saw what it could be and it doesn't need to be the traditional thing. And so now I am kind of struggling sometimes because the people that are drawn to me aren't always a similar style. And it's like, you know, you kind of get stuck in that, where do I fit in? But at the same time, we don't really want to fit in. So I feel like it's a good thing now, but now it's just, it's all about finding your right people as any type of photographer, as any person in general, like finding your right people is where you're going to shine. Awesome. And as you kind of like grew your career, what are some things that you would say have been kind of like, whether it's like a shift in, in how you approach or your mindset, like how did you or what tips or advice would you have for someone who is looking to like, maybe they're in that place where they're not shooting the type, the right people, but they want to be like any advice on that? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing probably that I saw was I knew that I had a really good business. I knew that I took good photos. I knew I could make a woman feel really comfortable. But I was like, my, like, I'm not making the connection from my business. It's that phrase where it's like, you could have the best business, but if nobody knows about it, then you're not going to make any money from it, right? And that's kind of how I was feeling. I'm like, wait, if people just knew how great this was, if people just knew, if I let them truly behind the scenes and get to know me. And that's where I was like in my head thinking, Nobody knows how great this is, but I'm like, well, yeah, because you're not telling them. And so I knew that showing up on social media for me would be a really good thing. 
but it was like, it came with so many nerves. It came with so much anxiety. I was like, I don't know. And, and I know that a lot of people feel this, like people, what do people want to hear from me? Like, sure. They want to, they're going to come to me if they want to do a boudoir shoot. And then it's kind of like, it's, you know, once that box is checked, then they can be out of your life. If you don't allow them to kind of just get to know you as a person, because now I have so many people in my world, like I think from showing up on social media effectively and just like, not even effectively, but authentically. And now I can think of so many things that I do throughout my day where I'm like, oh, I can share this and it can let someone get to know me. And then I would have clients showing up and they're like, I feel like we're already friends. And I'm like, okay, awesome. I love that. Like I'm meeting you for the first time because you're not showing your entire life on social media. But like, I love that it was that extra layer of making people feel comfortable. And that's now it's like, okay, now when I let people into my world more, then it does attract the right people. So it's like, if you literally hold yourself back, you're not going to find the right people. That's the message for me. Oh, I love that. And I've had that too. Like I've had people where, you know, they follow you for a while. They hear you talk on your stories. Like I'll share things that are open and honest about my life, whether it's like anxiety and bad panic attacks or specifically travel anxiety. And they're like, you travel all the time. How do you do, how do, you do that? And just like being authentic, I think is honestly as a creator, not, not only is it great, like it kind of connects to the audience, but as a creator, I feel like, oh man, like this is the way that I'm seeing and you know, if people don't resonate with this, or maybe it doesn't, like, they're not, they can't get behind what I'm saying, or maybe they, I wouldn't want someone to feel like they can't trust me or understand. What am I trying to say? Like the no like and trust factor basically is what I think about. Yes, that is. Yes. Yeah. There is something to it for sure. Like everybody talks about it for a reason. Yeah. I think that's cool. I love how you said that because I feel the same way. I love how you said that because I feel the same way. Like it's so fun when you have people who reach out and it feels like they already know you and you feel like you can kind of already establish that relationship and trust and not feel like you have to be perfect. Like I think there can be this element of looking at people's work on Instagram and having this comparison of like, oh, I have to compete. And it's almost this breath of fresh air where I can show up on my stories. I don't even have makeup on. And I'm just like, yeah, you guys, like I've had a hard week and like I've been having panic attacks and it's just been stressful or, you know, just sharing about those things. Yeah. Right. Something people can connect to. Yeah. So I guess when it when it comes to social media and that approach, like, what are some practical things that you find helpful for you to do that? Because I feel like as a business owner, it's got to be this weird balance between content that's semi-curated, but also authentic. Like, have you ever found that line to be blurry or tough? Like, how do you navigate that? I don't think so because I did the work of kind of going through my whole business and seeing all of these themes that I was finding, and I've always heard this before, like, what legacy do you want to leave? What do you want to be known for? And I think for me, it was always like how I make people feel. I want to instill positivity everywhere I go. I want to focus on gratitude. That's like a theme for me. I want to focus on having a great relationship with my kids and a great relationship with my husband. And those things are just like good for everyone. And so it's like, I don't need to be only a boudoir photographer. I'm letting people into my world and my life where I feel like I can really make a difference in someone else's life, which also is crazy because I never thought that like that would be, I was like the shy kid always. I was like, I don't have anything to offer. What do you mean? And now I'm like, wow, I'm really seeing how I'm making an impact in my clients' lives to the point that then they're watching my stories. And I've had people say like, I love looking, I, like I look forward to listening to your stories every day, but I share about like how I never used to wake up at 5am because I didn't think I could do it. And then I'm like, oh, I heard this tip that was like, put your alarm in your bathroom. And then I started waking up at 5am and I became like a positive, that was a positive thing for someone in my life. And then also for me, 
I would share about my gratitude. Like, so I found things that I wanted to, I wanted to be known for and I connected them back to my social media. And so I'm not only a boudoir photographer. I can also like create this positivity. I can be kind of like the things that I already enjoy mindset stuff where I, if I'm going to read a book that's related to mindset, I'm going to share those little tips from it. Like I'm the curator of all of these things in my life. I'm like, here's what I do. I don't know if you like it. Great. And so that's been really cool for me. And then taking it practically, like I had a a call with one of my clients or one of my students in my program. And she was like, I just don't have anything to share. Like, I feel like my life is not that exciting. Nobody wants to see my beach walks and like my date night with my husband. But I would argue that they do because you on that walk, you could share something like a block that you're thinking about or something you're thinking about mindset related or something about your business or what you want your clients to know. And you can share that with the delivery of your beach walk. And then your date night, like why it's such a good thing for you and your husband. But it could be like, it could be little things like these are the two outfits that I'm picking. Which one do you think I should wear to date night? And now date night is a common theme in your social media. And so that's where it's like, you just need to dig a little to think, what things am I doing throughout my everyday life that I can use as a message? And it's like, if you always connect it back to the right messaging, I think it's so important. And it's not that I'm just sharing that I went on a date night. Great. No, here's why I think it's important. And like why you think it could be something that's important to you. And so that's when I find it easier to show up really authentically because like I'm literally just being me. <laughs> like take it or leave it. I don't know. This is what I do. I like it. I love it so much. And I think it's also, it almost takes the pressure off of social media in terms of like, oh, I have to go through and plan all these things. It's like, what am I, what's like resonating with me right now? What is something I just recently learned and just sharing that and connecting it back? I think that's really cool because as you grow and as you're learning, it's like, man, these are things that I can't really get out of my head because it's just that season I'm in. Letting people into that season as you're growing and it almost inspires them in their own journey. I think that's so cool. I love it so much. Ah, I love it. So as you like kind of talk through like your overall messaging, like and relating that to social media, like, do you have a place where you've like gone through and defined it? Or do you have like a framework that you use? Like, how has that been for you? Like kind of keeping it coherent or I guess, how has that process looked like for you? Right. Well, and it is funny because I've always said like, I'm not the most organized person. And I'm like, I crave structure, but I don't naturally have structure. And so I find that I haven't found like the right vehicle, quote unquote, that I want to use to like host all of my messaging or, but I find that I've been like looking for a a perfect content calendar for years and maybe I'm just never going to find it. Or maybe I need to like, this is the point where I'm like ready to hire a social media manager or something like that. But you know, you have to find that balance of course. But I think up until this point, like literally just getting it out on paper has been the best thing for me. So whether it's like just doing a brain dump, And now I've been doing, we talked about the artist's way and I've been doing my morning pages and I'm like, so much comes out from just like letting your mind slow down and think like, we're all consuming so much content. Like I feel inundated with content. And when people say the market is saturated, I'm like, in some ways you're right. But it's like, that's just because everybody is like copying and the same things are being regurgitated. And If it doesn't feel authentic to you and you're not able to put your spin on it, then that's where I think the messaging doesn't land. And so I've kind of let go of the fact that I need to have this perfect framework. And I'm like, no, what I need to do is just show up. And if I can think of like three easy ways that I can show up today, maybe, and I just, you know, said this to a client on a coaching call. I'm like, 
do you have a shoot coming up? And she's like, yeah, I have one next week. And I'm like, okay, great. Why did she book you? Oh, she's a bride. And I'm like, you can get on your stories literally and just share like, I have a bride coming in tomorrow and I am so excited. Like, and you're truly excited, right? And she's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, right. All you have to do is share that. And she's like, makes sense. That was really easy. And from like the one coaching call to the next, she was like, social media felt so hard before and it just feels easier now. I'm like, I get it. It's like, we have these blocks that we get in our head where we need to have the perfect calendar. We need to have the perfect messaging. We need to have the perfect, we don't have to good messaging, but we need to have the perfect everything. And it's like, really, I think the messaging is the most important and it has to be authentic. So no, I don't have a good framework. <laughs> but. but I think that is your framework though. It's not this like defined thing, but it's authentic. And if you're coming from it with the framework of it being authentic, that in and of itself is a framework. That is the framework. That is the framework. It's not like this. And I I kind of went through that too with this podcast because as I was, it took me so much longer than it needed to, to like launch it because I think you listen to these podcasts and they're all perfectly curated and everything is so like, X, Y, and Z. And you listen to the big names out there. And I mean, they're just reading off a script. And I was just like, but I'm not a scripted person. I'd much rather share what's on my heart, what's actually going on. And that's how I've grown on social media. Like that's honestly, I can resonate with you in that sense of like, I feel like that's where I started seeing the breakthrough in how I've been able to like show up for my clients. But then, and also when I'm thinking about this podcast, it's like, I would much rather have a powerful podcast than a perfect one. And if that means I'm stuttering over my word or I have my cutesy little Minnesotan accent and everyone's like, maybe people make fun of that. I don't know. But I would much rather be who I am and and know what I stand for than to try to be something for the sake of this standard of perfection that honestly, I think everyone's sick of. And it's so hard to let go of though. It is because we think like who we are drawn to. I really like a good aesthetic though. I just do. Like I love design. I feel like I could have also been an interior designer. And I feel like I'm just a really multi-passionate person. But the ultimate thing that I go for is like, I don't care about any of that though, if you're making me feel really good as a person. And that's what I want to be. Like I want to connect with clients in a real way. I want to leave an impact. I want to help other people build their businesses. However that I get there, that's what I want. And so it's like that allows you to let go of the perfection, but also like, okay, if I can have a good designer and make my website look great, like that's awesome because I feel proud of it. And so it's okay to kind of have, it's a balance with anything, I think. I think all this is like really good. And I'm really curious if you have ever had a moment where through being authentically yourself and kind of making that shift from being this, I don't know, from caring about what other people are doing and just doing your own thing. I think that's something that's clearly you're you're doing and you're doing it really well. Was there ever this moment where you, you were doing that, you're stepping into that space and you're like, man, I should have done this a long time ago. Like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, was there a specific client experience or was there a specific like moment that you had? Like, would you want to share like a story about that? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there have been so many. <laughs> that's the crazy part. Like so many clients that I have worked with, I'm like, you know, that whole phrase, like you have this pinch me moment of like, how did I even end up here? I think about that a lot, but I'll share this story. But like, I had a friend the other day who I shot with her and I was then adjusting like her straps of her dress. And she was like, well, that I was like, well, I don't want to like, you know, it was actually tying up her dress. And she's like, well, that's okay. You've already seen me naked. And I'm like, yeah, but like, how, how am I the person that I'm shooting with women who are half naked, sometimes full nude. And I'm like, how did I get here? But it's so funny, like the impact that it has happened. And now that client, that friend shared her image with another friend who also never thought that she would want to do a boudoir shoot. And she saw it and she was like, why am I getting emotional by looking at her image? 
And she had like a blazer on and it was like, it was a bra and underwear set, but then she had a blazer over it. And it was just like, her hair looked so good. Her makeup looked good. She felt so confident and you could see it. And then we picked this image for her together. Like this was her favorite image that she's going to put on her wall. And she came to me thinking like, I don't know if I need wall art. And I was like, nobody needs the wall art, but like, I think that you do need it. And here's why. And we talked about this image and I'm like, what is this going to make you feel every day when you see it? And she's like, oh, I feel like I look so cool. I'm like a badass. Like I'm ready to build my business. I'm like so confident. And to me, I'm like, now we've created this visual affirmation that you see every day that you did this really awesome thing. You put yourself out there and now it's on your wall. Before you were thinking like, do I need a photo of myself on my wall like that? I would argue yes. But then here's this other girl who's seen it and she's emotional because of like, she's seen so much of her personality and confidence come through the image. And I'm like, that is why I do what I do. And that's why I've become the person that's like seeing my friends naked in front of my camera. I'm like, what is happening with my life? I never sought this out. Like, I think it found me because of like those moments. I never felt that as a wedding photographer. I never felt that as a family photographer. And so to me, like I have so many of those instances and now I'm like, okay, well, I can truly make an impact with, let's say, 30 women, because that's probably max who I would want to work with per year, like as clients, because I really want to give them a great client experience. And I, I only shoot with like two clients a week. Now I'm kind of down to one client a week. So like, I can't really make an impact with that many women, but I now can teach other photographers how to make this impact with each of their clients. Now I'm sitting back in this moment of like, my impact can go even further. And that is so amazing to me. Like, I never thought that I would be in any capacity like that. And so that like, it's not one story necessarily, but that's a common theme in my business and now what I can give to other people. I love it. And it really connects back with like who you are as a person, as someone who like started thinking you were going to be an educator. And here you are circling back through a career of photography and finding your own way, finding your voice, doing the mindset work. And here you are now empowering others, whether it's your clients behind your camera or in front of your camera, or it's these other people who are looking at doing boudoir and really love your unique style that you bring to the table and wondering, how can I be like Stacey? Or how can I be empowered by Stacey to do what feels like me? And that's truly what you're doing is you're helping people find their voice or find their confidence, whether yeah, it's with their body or with their business. you know. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I think it's really awesome how you've been able to really just be yourself showing up on social media and just not really thinking too hard about like this perfecter thing or like the systems, the perfect perfection, which can be helpful when it comes to like time management, but that's not for everyone. And I love that you found success with that. Thank you. I do too. Like it's this, I just feel so good about like who I am as a person now. And I think that that was a big insecurity for me. It's like, I didn't quite know where I fit in a lot in my life. And it's like, I just want to feel good. I don't know. Like I can't put my finger on it. And I have built my own confidence through my business, which is so fun for me because I've enjoyed every bit of it. And so now I'm like, right, you don't have to be, if you're not into like lingerie and these super sexy photos and like, cause I'm not, I'm not doing anything with handcuffs. I'm not doing anything with like, somebody said to me, like, I feel like it's like boudoir is about like nipple tassels. And I'm like, it is for some people, but not for me. 
And it doesn't have to be for you if you are the type of photographer. Like think about your wedding photographers in your world, like any wedding photographer. Sometimes your clients come to you and they're like, hey, do you do boudoir photography? And you even said like you don't, you've never done it, right? Have you ever shot boudoir? I did once for my sister. And after that, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. (laughs) Don't know if it's for me. Yeah. And truly like I shot one session from a client who asked me, it was a wedding client. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't think I delivered that for you. Like, but I was very open with her. I was very upfront. She was like, I just want to see how it goes. I'm like, okay, cool. And then when I was ready to do it the way I wanted to do it, it was so much better. And so that's what I've seen. And that's where I'm like, if there are photographers who think that boudoir could be their style, but in my sort of style and not my style, but like, I love thinking about like, we're creating artwork. Like I want to think about my images being in Vogue, not like Playboy. That's what I'm. And so there is a whole niche of people who didn't even know that they wanted photos that they could put on their wall. They're like, what am I doing? But I love it. And so that's like, that's the inspiration that I want to leave, that we can be so much different than the traditional industry. Wow, Stacey, I love that so much. And thank you so much for just like opening your heart today and talking a lot about just finding your brand voice and connecting with your people and just what confidence and, and bringing that into your business has really done for you, not only as a photographer, but also as an educator. And for our listeners listening in, like where can they find you? Sure. Okay. So I'm mostly on Instagram, as I said, that's definitely my favorite platform. I also, so I've started a group coaching program and I do like some one-on-one mentoring stuff too. So it's just my name, Stacy Musgrave. And yeah, just come say hi. I mean, let's just like start a conversation because that's what I'm about. Like when you find people that just feel like a fit for you in your world, I want to surround myself with more people like that because that's the like true, the connection of social media, I think can be so cool. Or it can be like this rat race to kind of just build our businesses. But like, I want it to actually be fun and enjoyable and not stressful. So come say hi. Love it. I love it so much. Cool. Thank you so much for having me too. This was fun. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stacey. And thank you for listening to the Take Your Shot podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Take Your Shot podcast. If you found this podcast helpful or insightful, we would absolutely be honored if you could take a moment to leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. And lastly, we absolutely love connecting with you all on social media. You can find us using the links below in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.